All right, beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of Naked Sunday. I'm your host, Caleb Nelson, living our best damn life here. Uh, been really, uh, how do I say this? Really appreciative and really grateful for a lot of the recent feedback and reach outs about certain episodes, um, especially things like my, uh, what was it? My 35th birthday reaction and uh, or reflections, I should say, and namely the uh, who's holding your hand on your deathbed one, not to mention always just like, I love having my guests that I got on. Um, anywho, on to today's episode, what are we talking about? Well, this one was inspired by a little presentation I did for my, uh, my friend's company. Um, many of you, if you've followed since the beginning of this show, Jason Ackerman, he owns a company called Affiliate U. And I did a little presentation for some of his graduates and we're kind of like the advanced people. And the title of that was called, uh, well, who's holding your hand on your deathbed. But one of the models that I showed within it is what we're going to focus on today. And it's really the pursuit of the ideal self. As I'm, and you're going to notice, I'm going to reference the who's holding your hand episode a few times here. But where am I going with this? So, the pursuit of the ideal self, when I consider you're, when you're sitting on your deathbed, my hope would be that we arrive on our final hour, taking our final breath. We've endeavored to become the best, I don't even know if I like that word in this scenario, the most true, the most honest, the most authentic version of ourselves through all the accumulation of all of our experiences and all of our growth and all of our impact that we've left in our life and all of our actions, that final moment, hopefully, Hopefully we've achieved a sense of what our ideal self is. And perhaps our journey through life is to endeavor towards that. As I got the presentation going, one of the things that I referenced was the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you've ever seen it, if you haven't, type it into the you know, search engine of your choice. There's going to be various different versions. There was two versions, just so a little historical aside. Maslow, he created this thing. He identified this as a psychologist. Anyway, his original one that he released, I can't remember exactly the year, uh, was five stages high. It was this pyramid. You'll see it's a pyramid shape. I believe it's his daughter, years after his death, released the actual version which was eight stages high. One of them culminates, the five stages, one culminates in self-actualization. The other one, the eighth one, the one, the eight stage one culminates in transcendence, really a conversation around spirituality. Again, this is just a historical aside. It's not going to bear much weight beyond this. Um, but he was, he didn't release it 
their second one, no, their true version, because for fear of at the time broaching uh, spirituality in the, we'll call it the clinical sense or the scientific world was seen as taboo. And he was worried that the work was going to be rejected and, and things of that nature. Anyway, this concept, transcendence, I think of that as perhaps arriving at our purpose, perhaps arriving at our, that whatever it is, our ideal self is an understanding and an acceptance of who we truly are with all the excess, all the walls and barriers and armor that we strap on as we go through this life. Perhaps we finally find ourselves naked and true. Ironically, a lot of this clearly is coming back to the themes of naked and hence naked Sunday. And hopefully you're gathering that this notion of becoming naked, sitting naked with yourself is more an exploration of oneself. It's not about sitting physically naked, though that is part of it because your physical being is a, is a great journal for all the actions that we've been taking. And uh, if you look closely enough, you're going to see the signs and symptoms of unrest or disease or success as well. So this lends itself to a quote, and it's from a book that I just downloaded. Let me double check on what the name of the book was, but I heard it originally from a life coach named Kane Ramsey that he referenced it. There's a book called How People Grow. It's by Henry Cloud and John Townsend. Anyway, the quote, even into the aside, is all growth is spiritual growth. I'll repeat that again. All growth is spiritual growth. However you want to apply that, whether you're agnostic, atheist, or you follow a different religious discipline, or you're just whatever we call it, spiritual, whatever your individual connection to something bigger than yourself is. And if we think about that, I find that to be truly a prudent reflection because the stages you'll see things like just basic survival, things like learning how to not die, i.e. get enough food, get enough shelter, stay out from the cold. You go on to next things like things of like esteem and acceptance and social things and love and things of that nature. Then we get things like where we'll, we'll stick with a five layer one right now, but self-actualization, realizing who you truly are. We get into things like creativity and purpose, bigger, higher level questions. But until you have satisfied the base needs of other levels, i.e. baseline survival, and then the layers above that, you'll never be able to sit still long enough with the challenges of the top to be able to grapple with it and to understand it or to achieve anything there. So as we bring this back to the pursuit of the ideal self, again, is that this the title of said thing? I created this little diagram. And by a diagram, I mean, it was just a little, what is it? Uh, drawing I made in something, a little, uh, 
picture with some words over it. And it was a three-legged stool. Atop the stool, I wrote ideal self. This is the seat of who you are. To be yourself, to be the truest version of yourself, it must be stable. Underneath it, there was the three legs. And the three legs that comprise this are habits, accountability, and mindset. Those three things must be stable and accounted for strong enough to bear the weight of holding the ideal self. And it's worth considering you need those three things at each level of this hierarchical progression. What I think of that seat is, is almost, and this was an ex, something I was exposed to early on in like leadership teachings and whatnot is ceiling of growth. You, when you grow to a certain point of one of those levels, we'll call it that Maslow's hierarchy needs, say you get past that survival phase of like just getting enough food and water. Then you start thinking about other things around that. You still need to maintain a system in some way, shape, or form below that of habits, accountability, and mindset to be able to account for it and to hold it stable enough to hold the next level up. If you tipped a pyramid upside down, it'd be very unstable. That's, that's just basic, basic physics. With a nice, broad, stable base below it, you're going to have that. Now, the key is as we go to the next levels, ironically, we start learning that we have to start taking things away and we have to do less things better. So now that leads into talking about things like habits, accountability, and mindset. These three things must be accounted for because without it, one of those things not there that is appropriate for that level and that stage of growth in life, the whole system is going to come toppling down. You won't be able to achieve that success and you're going to come back to it. So for anybody who's never patient enough with anything in life and tries to rush the process on anything, that's the reason why you're failing. This goes in relationships, goes in everything. So let's go into that. Let's go to these three different things under habits. Let's talk about habits. What does habits look like? Habits come in three basic categories. There are any of these things of threes, pyramids, what, three sides, and stool has three legs, and here's the three prongs of the, the habits. Health, wealth, and relationships. What does that look like? Well, health is your physical body and your mental health and things of that nature. Your relationships, who are the people interacting in your life? And your wealth, it's your resources, time, money, uh, food. Those are the things that are, you're going to need to be able to account for. Problems within this that we need to consider with in accounting for uh, your habits is dosing and timing. Most people, when you think of like crash diets, we'll just use that because it's a pretty common one, do too much too fast. They get this laundry list of exercise. They do all these different extreme things. And it feels like they're sipping from a fire hose. And they usually are planning for how they're going to feel on their best day. Mm, usually doesn't work out. Why? Because the second they have a bad day, their motivation hits the gutters. And they wake up the next day feeling a failure and, you know, whether they overcome that, that one time or not, 
probably the next time that comes around, they're going to just get kicked off their high horse and they're going to just feel rejected. And there's going to be a whole nice guilt, shame cycle that comes with it. Too much, too fast. Not enough confidence built in to the system. So we deal with overwhelm. It needs to be appropriate. It needs to be contextually appropriate for the individual at that time in their life. Consider injuries, consider things like that. Same thing like if you're going to go on a vacation with your significant other. Well, if you're going to go on a massive vacation and you've never done that before, you never have, you haven't even gone on a date in a while, that might not be the whole resolution because you're going to get this big rush of like, yes, everything is all fine and gravy and awesome. But if you have other problems and it's like, it's not going to solve the problem. You need to build a system and build things in place and build habits in place so you can fully enjoy and absorb to its fullest extent, the vacation that it is. Because a lot of people will say, I need a vacation for my vacation. That's the same problem. They're not fully recovered. It's not as restorative. It's not as complete. With money, same problem. There's plenty of people, the lottery winner who goes broke. Too much. They don't know how to handle that resource. Too much, too fast. So we need to consider that it needs to be contextually appropriate at the right time. At the right time time. So that's habits. Accountability. Accountability is systems. What are the systems you're going to put in place? Who are the people? So for me, I'm big on, I'm not a big fan of spreadsheets. Personally, it's just not a strong suit for me, but I'm, what I am really good at is finding people who are great at certain things. So I learn how to delegate. I like to delegate to people who love certain things and are really good at it and know how to communicate with me in a way that allows me to digest the information that I can make appropriate decisions. People that are, make me feel safe and confident in their abilities, but also at the same time also challenge me. So say, let's use money as an example. Say I'm not budgeting properly. Hey, you spent too much this month. Oh, you need to change that. Okay, cool. And we can talk it out based off of those strengths. So there's systems for it. What's the time? How often are you doing that? Think of a system for your dating with your wife, your husband, or whomever it is. How often are you checking in? How often are you checking on the household? How often are you checking on the relationship? People get coaches. People get, some people love to just be a spreadsheet monster that like does it for themselves or think of like a macro tracker. There's tons of different ways, but you need to put systems in place to reinforce the behaviors that you care about. And it needs to also hold you to the mindset that you set when you started it. So matching up the people with the mindset you care about. In business, we see this all the time. There's this frantic energy with a lot of people. And like the new, the, the new entrepreneur, it's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But what they know, know they need to learn is how to be more patient. Well, go to somebody who's going to facilitate a more calm, steady, consistent, patient demeanor. They're going to remind you of those things. Those are things that are important. And then we get to mindset. There's going to be things as you grow through life. There's going to be the am I enough? There's going to be your identity. Who am I? As you change through life, you add a new title, you change roles. Is your role your identity or is it your values? These are deep conversations worth having. 
you're going to confront things like imposter syndrome. You're going to confront things like self-worth. You're going to confront things like fear of success, fear of failure. You're going to deal with traumas. You're going to have to learn how to forgive, how to accept, how to delegate, how to ask for help. Those are all frameworks around mindset how you are setting yourself up and how are you approaching us? How are you arriving at conflict more or less? And conflict is not necessarily about an anger or frustration or warring. It's more about here's going to be a pain point. There's going to be a point of friction, which is more or less action has to be taken in some way, shape or form. It might be got to do the exercise or eat the food that is better suited for you or have the hard conversation with your relationship or you know, have a sale or reach out to a client or whatever the thing is, how you're arriving at that with empathy or with anger. Those are going to be two very different presuppositions before you show up to something. And it's going to drastically affect the outcome. Does it mean it's not going to happen? Not necessarily, but it certainly changes the odds of success. And especially when we start considering that this is all about repeated behaviors to achieve the next level of success, i.e. the habits, because you don't just, <laughs> it's not about what you just make one day, right? Again, we talked about the, the, the win the lottery. You could win millions of dollars, but if you spend it all the next day, it's gone. You got to learn how to keep it. So systems and habits and repeated behaviors to keep that mindset afloat. That's where having good friends to remind you, hey, you're on the right track. You do need to get back in there and have that hard conversation. Hey, it sounds like you're messing up things with your wife. Get back on track. You value that love and that relationship. Get tight on that. Or are able to zoom out and help you with those things. It's about being able to accomplish the task amidst the cloud. So these are the things worth considering today as we're pursuing this. And I know... This is a shorter episode today, which is fine, but I want you to consider as you're climbing this ladder through life, as you are endeavoring to become the best version of yourself, wherever you are on that journey, go check out Maslow's hierarchy and needs. Then I want you to think about those three things that I brought to the table today. One, where are you at in your life? Cool. How are you going to apply habits? And how, what's the mindset you need to take? Is this a moment in life where you need to learn how to do less, create more time, do less better by that means? You need to learn how to ask for help, to delegate. Are you changing from survival to thriving? What things do you need to let go of? And then how do you need to set up accountability? How is it best suited for you? Do you know your tendencies? Are you somebody who needs to bring in new resources? Do you need to invest in something? Are you buying more time back by bringing in a coach or hiring a staff member or whatever it is, outsourcing to some other agency or to whatever it is? It doesn't matter what it is. It's knowing who and what you need to keep yourself on track. Because much like the stock market, it goes up and down, but over time, it's going to have trends. The systems you put in place are going to affect how you react when there is the little tickle up and down on that trend. 
in the microcosm, in the macrocosm of all of it, when you zoom out on the whole picture and you see the bar, the graph going, is it always still trending up over the past three months, over the past year, over the past three years, five years? What direction are you going? And what are the systems you have in place for those three different categories of habits based on the goals you need, your health, your wealth, and your relationships? How do they need to adapt for where you are in your life? So again, I know this is a shorter episode today, but I wanted to be a quick bang for your buck. Your homework today, your considerations for today is where are you at on this growth cycle? Where are you at in your life, in your progression? What are the systems you're, you have in place? Who are the people you need to bring into your life? What are the habits that you've been doing? And if you're at a ceiling, if you've hit a wall, you feel stagnant, perhaps, and if you've been banging your head against the wall for a long time, usually it needs to take a little bit of time. If it's just a day, it's a day. But if you are feeling stagnant, what needs to change within that framework? Those are just considerations. I hope this finds you in love and happiness and peace. And I hope it finds you in a place ready to grow as a human being, willing to be honest with yourself, to take a look in the mirror, the good old naked Sunday habit. And I'll allude to that more often now, and I'll probably go back and address it again. But sit with yourself. Look at the human in the mirror. Be honest with yourself, because then you'll be capable of making the appropriate decision on what needs to change based off the phase of life that you are in. Aside from that, my friends, I hope you found some value in this quick one today. I love you dearly. And until next time, I want you to remember, love everybody.